The following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Broken Helmet. Let's rock. Here we are, two weekends of NFL football left, just two, and unbelievably, as we said over the past couple of shows, without too many hitches in the NFL season. You had a couple of postponements, but for the most part, the year went off and just plotted along. You got some good football, some mediocre football. Still a little bit of an asterisk by the season because it just felt a little off, but it has been an enjoyable season of football for which we only have two weekends left. Christopher, how are you doing there, sir, in sunny FLA? Hey, How we be? Good. It's 80, 80 degrees here today. 80? Ah, very nice. Not so much up here in the Northeast and not so much in the sunny stadiums of Lambeau and Arrowhead. But at least you get to enjoy the sun and the fun on this Sunday afternoon. How's your week? How's your week been? We are recording on a Sunday here at about 1140. So we have about three hours here until kickoff of the first game. Games today, 305 and 640. NFC, AFC championships. I mean, the best of the bunch, would you say? I mean, this is the final four that you would want? Uh, I guess. I mean, the Bucks are, if I had to choose one, and maybe I could replace the Bucks with the Saints. Maybe I could replace the Bucks with, I don't know, coming down like the end of the season, maybe the Seahawks I would have liked to seen there. Seahawks-Packers is always an enjoyable game. But yeah, I mean, I guess these are I I guess these are the teams that are that have been playing the best. I mean, I guess the Saints, you know, you were you said it before the Saints, you know, have a little but you know, Breeze wasn't good. Their defense was okay, but their offense was kind of lackluster all year long. I mean, Kamara bailed them out a ton this year. He had a great year. You know, I, I think Tampa Bay might have been a more rounded team. But yeah, sure, you could throw the Saints in there. Seahawks, I'm not sure. I, I mean, at the beginning of the year, I would have said yeah. But man, that team really fell apart down the stretch. I don't know. I just... Russell Wilson and and uh, DK Metcalf just make for enjoyable, you know, football watching. Yeah, for sure. At their prime, you know, when they're really yeah, 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 for sure. Teeing off. I if you want to look at it, you know, looking at the DVOAs as the season ended here, and I, I mean, look, people have talked about passing offenses, lack of running offenses, and the offense versus defense importance. And you want to go by DVOA, and here it is: the defenses that you've got going into the final four this week are. 5, 12, 17, and 22. And in order, that's Tampa Bay at 5, Buffalo at 12, Green Bay at 17, and Kansas City at 22. 
So you're not going to see huge defense in this game. Maybe you might see a big play here and there. You know, obviously Tampa Bay, right? They've got the best of the bunch here, and they've got the players. Yeah, I'm surprised. I would have liked. I would have liked to seen. Although Kyler Murray really shit the bed at the end of the season, right. I would have liked to see Arizona in the playoffs. I would have liked to see what they would have done because they were they have the talent on that that roster to to go far too. Maybe they just weren't well rounded. I they they were just their whole season was so choppy and it went completely downhill after Murray got hurt. You know they never really yeah. got it back. After yeah, that. and they kept trying to bullshit like, oh, he's okay, he's okay. Like, dude, sit the guy out for four weeks, get him healthy, or three weeks, get him healthy, and then, like, they tried to change their offense because of a hurt quarterback rather than sit out the quarterback and get the guy back to health. Like, that, that was, it was just a bad decision on their part. Yeah, I also think that they knew that they were going to be in a tight race, and so they didn't have the luxury to sit him out a week. Uh, and that might have played a, a a part in the way that they went about that. But it sure as hell hurt them going down the stretch there because they just weren't really the same after that injury. No. Um, but, you know, so the defenses we're going to get today aren't fantastic. Tampa Bay, probably best of the bunch. The offenses, however, you know, I mean, this is it. Data analysts, you know, all the podcasters that will throw all these stats down your throat – uh, I mean, this is going to be, you know, their uh, their swan song here because they've got one, two, three, and five. Those are the offenses. Green Bay one, Kansas City two, Tampa Bay three, and Buffalo five. So, as you can see, you know, and going DVIA, whatever, it's just a stat that we tend to use. You can use a lot of stats, but you're looking at it, offense wins. Right, offense is what get it, gets it done, and not to say that you can't have a uh, a great defense and also win, but when it comes down to the importance, right now it's just offense. And of the best of those bunches, who do you think has? If you had to pick a Super Bowl right now, we'll get into the games in a little bit. Which ones would you go with? Um, and it'll probably factor into our picks down the road, but. Repeat the question. Who do you see in the Super Bowl? Like realistically, like not talking like gambling wise today. No, just, just realistically, just, no lines, no nothing. Uh, probably the Packers and I, the Bills. Wow, you're thinking Bills, huh? I don't, I don't know. Like that's a t- such a tough game. I rewatched that game that they. They got screwed the last time they played the Chiefs. I don't know who's the hotter team. Like the Bills are the hotter team, no doubt about it. Yeah, true. I I don't know. I so for me, I it, the Kansas City is almost a snap pick, which scares me. Which okay, means they're okay. going to lose. Yeah. Let me let me let me re, let me re, I want to rephrase that. What do I think's going to happen is different than what I want to happen. Like what I think's going to happen is probably Packers versus Chiefs. What I really want to see would probably be the Packers versus the Bills. See, I almost would rather see, I mean, the game that I'd want to see, even though I don't know if it would go well, the game that I want to see is Tampa Bay-Kansas City. Yeah, Chiefs-Bucks, of course. Everybody wants to see that. That would be the game that I would want to see, right? And I could live with Green Bay-Kansas City, which is the game that I think we're going to get. 
the game that I kind of, I mean, of all of the uh, options, the game I really don't want is Green Bay Buffalo. I mean, that's the game that I just would be of a, I would just lose. It's the Buffalo factor. I just, I couldn't get into it. But anyway, um, before we get too far off there, you know, I mean, the one, the one thing that scares me with Green Bay is just that their defense isn't really great. Dude, do you want to see Tom Brady in another Super Bowl? I, I, I at this point, I think any Super Bowl he makes is actually there was a point that yes, I'm with you. I didn't want to see him in another Super Bowl. I'm just so tired of seeing Tom Brady. So is everybody, right? But at this point, it's gotten to you know, it's it's extremes, right? You know, you laugh at a joke, you know, in the beginning, and then when their joke repeats, then you stop laughing because it's not funny anymore, and then. As it keeps going on and on, you start laughing again because you're like, this is so ridiculous that this joke keeps going on and on and on. It's kind of the same thing here, right? It's just gotten to the point of being so ridiculous that he's still in this thing that I would probably like to see him in another Super Bowl. He'll, he won't make it back to another one, so this is going to be his last hurrah. Um, you never know. He's probably going to come back next year, and the team is... I mean, they performed well this year. I mean, they've got the number three. I, I mean, the, the key for the Buccaneers going into next year is that they have the fifth-ranked DVOA defense. So even if the offense falls back a little bit next year, you still have a solid defense that you might be able to utilize, such as the Rams did, to get as far as they did with a lackluster offense. You know, you could see kind of the Peyton Manning end of his career at Broncos where he, he wasn't doing anything. It was all defense. Who is the only player that is undefeated in the NFL? What? Who is the only player of all time who is undefeated, never lost a game? I have no clue. I have Father no clue. Time. <laughs> okay. Chris will be it's here all week. It's only going to take one. Try the veal. Yes. It's only one game like one game's gonna change you're gonna wake up next game he's gonna be like oh tom brady sucks again like remember how good their defense was for new england last year and it still didn't help them uh all right so all right so father time this maybe this is it for for brady and like you said you don't want to see him in another one um, we'll see. But, I, I mean, we, we've gotten into the weeds a little bit. Let's do uh, a quick recap of last week, and then we'll jump into each one of the games and then get into the gambling aspect uh, where I'm, I don't have any money, so I'm just going to be giving picks for uh, no reason. But here we go. First down. First down. Okay, this is going to be real quick this week because there was only so many games last week. But last week, the favorites were victorious. They were three and one uh, for the conference or for the divisional round. One of the dogs won outright. That was the Bucks. They won on the road there, thirty to twenty in New Orleans. The over unders went to the unders last week at three and one. As for teasers, the the favorites were three and one. Dogs were two and two. So that was five and three on the game lines. And then the over-under, the totals, two and two on the overs, but unders is where it was. They were four and oh. So the over-under teased were six and two. And so that's really it. Now, why don't we do the recap of our gambling here since we're reviewing last week? 
And we really had a stinker road. Chris, you got shellacked. I mean, truly and honestly, you got shellacked. What happened? Uh, uh, I, I, what can I say? I'm, I'm, I wasn't good. <laughs> no, you, you were, you were not good. You were the opposite of. That boy is good. Complete opposite. I think if you chose, if you went against what I picked, you would have been perfect for the week. Uh, yeah, you would have. Actually, I, I had, uh, I tapped in, I, t- I, Tapped into your cameras in your house, and I caught some audio of Chris in his house last Sunday at the end of the day. Suck it, motherfucker! And he was 0-4. And 0-4, and I don't... I think you were 0-2 also on your over-unders, correct? Uh... Because you picked the under of the Rams-Packers. Or no, you, you picked... Uh, the over or the under on the Rams Packers? That was the only one I, I had a question on. But I know that I took I took the under on the Chiefs. Right. And that oh, so that was a hit. So that was yeah. one. And the over on the Ravens. And that was a whiff. So you were one and one. Yeah. So you yeah. were one and one. Uh, I was one and one too. I, I actually I, I would have been two and one. I liked that Bills under. That ended up being the undertake. Uh, I I took the over in the Browns Chiefs and I uh, I took the under there on the Browns Chiefs and I got hit. Uh, or no, I, I I went under Chiefs Browns. I got that one. It was the Saints and Bucks that I went over and it was fifty one and a half and the game ended at fifty. So I needed that field goal, and that just didn't happen. But I was 2-2. Two and two. You were 0-4. Rough week. Um, but you know who was in was the tickets. They ended up going 4-0. The big 4-0. Undefeated. It was the, the people on the streets that won last week. But the money came in, too. They were 3-1. and one. Uh, The Sharps, we didn't have any action on them, so... And your parlays, it didn't matter. You were 0-4, and, and you were 1-1 one one on your over-unders. So all your things went wrong. So your parlays... Yeah, I, I, lo- I lost about 225 bucks last week. Yeah, it was, it was a whiff of row. Now, I, I didn't have any money. I, I had pissed it away all during the regular season in the beginning of the playoffs. But I was wrong as well. I gave the Ravens-Bucks money line parlay. And the Ravens just, they really screwed everybody. And then the tease was the Browns, Packers, Bucks, and Ravens. And the Ravens, again, was a riff-a-roo. Whiff-a-roo. And if you really want to talk about last week, and I guess we give it, you know, five minutes here, was the Ravens. The Ravens, honest to God, thorough, thorough breakdown as... Lamar Jackson really just stunk up the joint. I mean, he had a terrible game. Terrible game. I'm so, I'm, I, 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 that's, it was so ridiculous. He was so bad, and this is now the second year in a row that he goes into a big playoff game and just stinks. And I'm not saying you got to kick him to the curb, but I guess the question then becomes, you know, how, how much can you really rely on him to get you to the promised land? I mean, there's got to be questions abound, right? I, that was so bad. I mean, I watched, so it wasn't even that, it wasn't even, I don't even think it was all his fault. I mean, the play calling was horrific. 
and they didn't even try and open it up. Like they tried to run their way, their way to victory for what a quarter and a half, maybe two quarters, and then they were like, "Oh, we're we're not going to win this." By 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 the way, and they were still in the game because Buffalo was was horrible too. Buffalo was terrible. Um, <laughs> they, they were no good either. <laughs> yeah, they they were no good last week either, but. Um, up until that that interception return for a touchdown, that's that's what turned the game around, right? Oh, that happened, that, and game over, man. It's game, game, over. game over. It was game all was done. Over. It was all done, right? But but what? Like what? Why would you run? They, I, I forgot the breakdown. I wrote it down, and I forgot to bring it to the uh, today, but. Seven or eight runs out of the first nine plays. And then, like, you fail and you get the ball back, and it's like six out of seven were runs again. Like, what? Why? Well, that, I mean, that was just their approach, right? I mean, that was been the Ravens all season long, has been we are going in year two of this offense. We have tailored around Lamar Jackson. And we are going to run the ball, and then we will sprinkle a little passing in here and there. And last year, it worked, and it worked phenomenally. I mean, it was a home run. And this year, last year year, they were good. Last year they were good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Last year worked out great. This year, not so much. They couldn't throw the ball, and it hurt them all year, and it killed them last week. What's Bill? What are the Bills? Uh, uh, ranks. Do you have that by any chance? What for their their offense defense? Yeah, defense. What's defense? What's passing defense? Uh, the defense for the Buffalo Bills is twelve overall DVOA, twelve against the pass, seventeen against the rush. So they're kind of middle of the pack. I mean, they're they're very middle of the pack, right? I mean, they're they're, they're just worse. They're even. worse than that, though. <laughs> they're definitely worse than those ranks. I mean, B- Baltimore's defense, which I thought played really well last week, was nine DVOA, ten against the pass, and twelve against the rush. Very much similar to Buffalo in the you know we do everything okay, we don't really excel one way or the other. You know, unlike per se, I, I mean, you want to look at defenses like can well Kansas City is. Terrible. They're twenty-two, but they're sixteen in pass and thirty-one in rush. You know, I, I mean, what's uh, Tampa Bay is probably pretty even. They're one in five uh, rush versus pass. So uh, Buffalo's defense is you know solid. I guess I've never been a fan of them because they don't have standout players. I guess except for Davius White. But I I was happy with Baltimore's defense. I was unhappy with Baltimore's offense. I think that's what that screwed the whole thing up. It was all Lamar Jackson. And I think you heard that a little bit in the post game too. I don't know if you heard, but Ron Burgundy was in the was in the Baltimore Ravens locker room, and he interviewed Lamar Jackson. It didn't go over well. You are a stupid asshole. And then they just had to take him out <laughs> because that wasn't going to work out. So, um, I, but I don't know. I I was not impressed with Buffalo at all. I was less impressed with the Ravens. And what was crazy was when they threw. Tyler Huntley in there, all of a sudden he started throwing the rock all over the field. Yeah, I know. The passing was there. It was it was there. It was Lamar Jackson who was there. Tyler Huntley, 6 for 13 for 60 yards, QBR uh, 59-8. Lamar Jackson, 14 for 24, 162, and an interception, including that terrible, terrible 
interception in the end zone uh, for 61 and a half. So it was uh, he he was really bad. Yeah, and, and I mean that that was really that from a gambling standpoint was the the game that screwed everybody because not only did they not win, but they also lost their teaser, which was crazy. Because everybody in the brother, if you were watching Twitter, anybody who was gambling had Baltimore in, in some kind of tease. And they ended up, I mean, they missed two field goals. They had that interception run back for a touchdown. I mean, everything possible so that they couldn't cover the, uh, what was it, the spread went off at two and a half. So the Ravens were at eight and a half, and then they ended up losing. Do you, like think, you, think, you think Harbaugh came out of that game and was like, look. We missed two field goals. We threw an interception in the end zone, and Buffalo returned an interception for the touchdown. We could have won that game. We just we just made mental mistakes. Hold on, don't you think that's the truth, though? I mean, kind of, but yeah. But then this whole, <laughs> I mean, but then this the whole, ar- but then the whole argument of that Lamar Jackson is was was garbage and is the reason is not going to take him to the promised land is pointless at this point. Oh, I see what you're saying. So I, you know, it's just kind of like things worked against them. It could be a little more. You can't, I, I, you can't have it both ways. Yeah, sure. I, okay, I see what you're saying in that regard. I just don't. I guess the question, be, well, the question becomes: Can you rely on Lamar Jackson to maintain at least what he is if he's not going to have that top end at least in the passing game? And then you would look back at two years and you'd be like, well, they did it. You know, they're going to win during the regular season. Right, because over the grind of sixteen games, seventeen games next year, um, they're going to be able to pull that off, and so they'll get to the they'll get to the playoffs. I mean, that's what the Ravens do, and then it becomes can they figure out a way? I mean, it really depends on Jackson, man. I just don't see him as a a, a good passer, and I think you're going to bump into this crap every single year. Listen, man, don't I live in the home of of Lamar Jackson? All right, so don't be don't be screwing, messing, saying names, talking shit about Lamar Jackson. I we represent him down here. Who down in Florida? Of course. Oh, who cares? <laughs> who he cares? went. He went to Boynton Beach like high school. Yeah, well, I mean, look, Hollywood Brown is the Floridian. If you want to talk about, it. I mean, his name is uh, Hollywood sorry. from Hollywood, Florida. Come on. Um, but I whatever I. I, I I'm not necessarily shit-talking him. I think Lamar Jackson's better than my quarterback and Daniel Jones, but I just I the mean, questions I'm, I'm become... Kind of kidding. Danny, Danny Dimes is not that bad. I don't know. I'm not completely sold on Dimes, but now we're getting really off the tracks there. So, I mean, that was really the only game that was kind of like the, the big uh, monkey wrench thrown in there because everything else... You know, I mean, we were both on the box. Well, I, I was on the box. You kind of almost were on the box. Um, you know, we both had the Chiefs. We should have won that game had Mahomes not gone down. Yeah, that was, that was such garbage. Yeah, that was a screw whoever job. Bet, whoever bet the Browns were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah, and then uh, I was on the pack. You were on the Rams. That Rams game, that, that was a bad call on your part because they, they did not look good oh. at all. A game went wrong from the beginning when they had fourth and one in the first quarter and they were going in to take the lead at like the 11-yard line and the guy has a false start. I'm like, the game's over already. Yeah, well, the game was over before it started because Donald was hurt and that killed him. 
all game long. Yeah, they didn't, and they didn't tell anybody. Yeah, it, it, without Donald, you're really not going to be able to pull anything off there. And you saw it because Green Bay just ran the ball right down the, the gut all game long. It was they had done that. We were talking about it. What game did they do that previously? Oh, and it screwed up one of our game. fantasy games. Fucking screwed us in that fantasy in the playoffs. Uh, it was a Sunday night game, like against the Bears or something. Was it Sunday night? And they just ran the ball, right? And and they didn't throw the ball. <gasps> no, was it Thursday night Panthers? It was like it was like Monday night Panthers, Sunday night Panthers, wasn't it? I I, I think it was the Panthers. It was for Panthers sure. for sure because because what's his name goes to jump into the end zone for the touchdown and oh Bridget, yeah, yeah yeah that's right that's the, right and the ball gets knocked out they were gonna tie the game and yeah and then Teddy. turn into a blowout and yeah that was Teddy so point being here is that Green Bay has a tendency when they see something, especially with the run, they'll fully commit to it. You know, I don't know if you're going to see that here against the Bucks because... Who is that? Who is that? Rodgers? Or is that the, the coach? I I think that's probably the coach, but at this point I'm sure yeah. they, they shoulder tap Rodgers and they you know, pull him in on it. I mean, they can't ignore him. I'm, I mean, no coach is going to default to their quarterback. That'll just never happen. But that's not to say that the QB is not going to have significant input here and there, uh, you know, into it. You so, don't think, you don't think Arians defaults to Brady? I think, no, Arians got a big set of nuts on him, man. He, I, I mean, he, he probably tries to uh, cater to Brady to a certain extent. However, Arians is calling the offense Arians wants. What is that thing he wears? I don't know what you're talking about. Bruce Arians. What's the thing that he wears on his chest or over his shoulder? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you're looking at. I, I, what you're referring to. So um, I don't know. I, I've just never paid attention. I'm, I'm, I watch the game, so I should know, but I just don't. Yeah. All right, anyway, so um, anyway. Let, let's go in. We'll start off. Uh, we'll talk first game here. So let's get into it. Second down. Second down. All right, so the first game we've got here will be a 3:05 kickoff. This game will be on, uh, what is it? It's the Green Bay Packers hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And this game, 3:05 on Fox you will see the great Joe Buck and the great Troy Aikman come on to the TV. And, of course, you know, after they give themselves a, a little, uh, you know, pat on the back, they'll continue on to call this game. We've got currently the Buccaneers, uh, as I lost my sheet here, um, the Buccaneers are going to be favored by three and a half, and that is the most recent spread. Uh, they're going to be favored three and a half at home versus the Bucks. The Packers offense number one DVOA, defense seventeen. Bucks number three offense five defense DVOA. The over under is going to be fifty three. As of right now, twenty nine degrees, snow possible in the morning. About 60%, they said, and it's going to be kind of windy. 10 to 15 uh, mile per hour gusts. And right now, as for the betting aspect, 
you've got the tickets and the money favoring the Packers. Tickets 54% and the money at 64%. So we talked about it a little bit, Chris. What do you see for the Packers coming into this game? They've got the worst of the two defenses, the better of the two offenses, and you've got Rodgers at home. Is that going to be enough to get past this Bucks team, like you said, who's got Tom Brady? I don't know. I guess everyone keeps keeps referencing the first game time they played earlier this season, and they got hammered. I mean, it was their worst game of the year by far. I don't look at it that way. I'm not going back however many weeks into yeah, the season. so long ago. Right? Like, what was that, week six? Week five? <laughs> I mean... If it's more than four weeks ago, I kind of I don't I can't even reference it. The funny part is they opened that game. I'm looking at the stats now. They started that game out and they were winning ten nothing to start the game in the first quarter, and then all of a sudden, an interception return for a touchdown blew it up for Tampa Bay, and and it was crazy. Like they were fifty seventy five percent chance to win after the first quarter, and then they just got hammered. So. You know, I guess that gives them a little bucks, a little confidence coming into the game. However, Aaron Rodgers, look, we've we've been talking about it for weeks. I'm not thoroughly impressed. Like, I don't think I don't look at the Packers team and I and I don't think to myself, oh, that's like one of the best teams I've ever seen since I've been watching football. But they are methodical. You just previously mentioned in the conversation before this how when they find a weakness, they exploit it and they beat it to death. I think that's what they're going to do today, and Rodgers is very, very good at that. I think this may be his last hurrah. I don't think he's going to pull a Brady. I don't think he's going to – he'll maybe play another year or two, but you know, this could be his last chance to get to the Super Bowl and win an MVP, and and I think he's taking full advantage of that. And I I think the Packers are the better better team. I, I keep betting against them, waiting for the ball, the other shoe to drop, and like it hasn't and nobody nobody covers Devontae Adams ever ever nobody <laughs> guy goes ever off constantly it's it's wild like they we know he's there it's not like and they they did a replay last week of like one of the moves he put on the wide receiver i mean on the cornerback and it's like dude he faked one way and went the other what are you ta- oh, what was it joe buck like what are you talking about joe buck uh, like what, I, I, I can't talk. Like, I can't talk about announcers. I just can't. <laughs> you could go on and rail on them, and I'm, I'm all like, behind I'm you. Like, I'm like, what do you? T- he, it was a wide receiver pick where the other guy went and picked his guy. He didn't fake anybody out. He went like he was going right, turn left, and his and his guy got picked. It was a it was an illegal pick that they got away with. But it, whatever. Regardless, dude's always open, always open, and Aaron Jones is better than I I think even the Packers thought Aaron Jones was and he's worth the money and they better, you know, continue to ex- to extend him because he's pretty good. Well, running backs I, they picked AJ Dillon up. Um he got a little banged up. He's shown some flashes. Aaron Jones has been a horse here. It's just tough to continually give out money to to running backs when you just see the end result is they just fade and they fade fast. But last week, Jones was 14 carries for 99 yards and one TD. So you're looking at an average of 7.1 elsewhere in the backfield. But he had a massive run. Yeah, it's 60-yarder, right. right? So you take away yeah. that, and so you're looking at the 13 for 39 um, 
But whatever. I, I mean, a long run is a long run, right? I mean, it's a, it's the same thing whenever – you got to give credit sometimes when they break them off. For sure. I'm with you, yeah. So, and I, I mean, in that Aaron Jones, that run was such a killer there too. Um, you know, A.J. Dillon, he got banged up. He was 6 for 27. Jamal Adams, though, 12 for 65, right? And he only had the one long run. So – I mean, they just they got it done on the ground last week. Now, Aaron Rodgers, like you were saying, he, last week he was 23 for 36, 296, a rating of 10 QBR, that is, 108.1. So Rodgers is playing top of his form. He's got a home. It was funny. He's got a home championship game here, first time that he did. And when Joe Buck said that last week, I started losing my mind. This is how fucking old I am. So I'm starting like, what the hell is he talking about? He doesn't have it. He already had one. They fucking played the Giants at home in in 08. And I was like, oh, shit. Hold on. He wouldn't have fucked up like that. And I was like, I am old because that was Brett Favre. So that that's how oh, wow. that was how long ago that was. It was actually Brett Favre uh, that lost that game, and then I said, "Oh shit, that's right," because he he threw the terrible interception in overtime. Um, wait, 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 wait. Brett Favre was still their quarterback in 08? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was still the quarterback in 08. and then he went to he went to what do you call? It? And then he went to Minneapolis. And then Minneapolis, he also had a terrible ending because he had another uh, awful interception. And I used to have that soundbite where the guy goes, why would you even ponder passing there? It was a terrible interception. But he threw the interception late in the Giants game, and that and that screwed him up. So so Rodgers didn't take over as starting quarterback till he was 25? Yeah, he was like three, four years in the league. You don't remember 26. that? Uh, you're in the show until. I do, I do. I remember he backed up Rodgers. I'm uh, backed up far for a while, but how old was he when he st- so 26? Wow. Came in the le- came in the year came in the league at 22. He sat he ro- rode the pine for what three years? I think I don't have the numbers in front of me, but so you're looking at 25, 26 before he took the helm. Yeah. So that's but- just not that's not common anymore. People don't usually do that anymore. Well, I, you know, they're, they're always talking about it. They're always talking about, oh, remember Aaron Rodgers? You know, you draft him and you put him on the bench. But nowadays, the window to success is so short that, you know, they're just putting the quarterbacks in there because they got to see if they got something. You know, they can't just sit back and develop them. You know, I mean, you could do that approach if you were like a Brady, but you saw what happened with Brady and the Patriots. They were never able to get the goddamn quarterback in there because Brady never left. How long did Brady sit? Uh well whatever he got wasn't it his rookie year and he he started because um Bledsoe got her yeah was it Mo Lewis I forget Bledsoe no 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 I know but who hit him who knocked him out I think oh, Mo Lewis and yeah, the yeah. it was the Jets right and they always laughed yeah. about that because the Jets were the ones that kind of gave the Patriots the window to their uh to their legacy you know. Bledsoe was like crushing it that year too. He was like destroying the world. Yeah, it was uh, the Jets led, opened up the door for a Patriot dynasty. Go figure. Jets can't do anything right ever. So the Buccaneers here. I mean, you're looking injuries. Antonio Brown is out. Uh, Anton uh, uh, Winfield Jr. Uh, Antonio Winfield Jr. Uh, he is banged up, but I think he's a go. And Green Bay, you're looking at Kevin King. He may not be a go. Could be 
a little bit of a factor. So what do you think? Kevin King banged up. If he's out, they got to go to Josh Jackson. You've got Jari Alexander locked up probably with Mike Evans. Does Chris Chris Godwin become a big play here in this game? Is that a big factor? Or is there somebody else that might come through, per se, a Gronkowski or somebody? Uh, I don't know. We spent how many minutes talking about this before the podcast? I I think that Godwin's probably the who, like Scotty Miller's the the sneaky over the uh he's like the Wes Welker uh or the Julian Edelman that yeah, Tom right. Brady he's the loves. Guy. Right, he loves that guy. Loves that type of guy. But he keeps force feeding Godwin, and I think this is a good play for God. I mean, I mean, look, this is a, the first real playoff game for a lot of these these players, right? Like, has Evans ever been to an, an NFC Championship? Has Godwin ever been to an NFC Championship? Miller, no. no. Like, I mean, like, I, I don't think guys. any of these guys. I mean, if you want to look at, if you're thinking that prior experience could play a factor you're really looking at the bucks you know i mean sure you've got aaron Rodgers, but that's about it i mean it's a much i mean they're both young rosters but on the other side you're going to see you've got uh brady and you've got gronkowski uh nadamik and sue has been around the block for quite a while pierre paul um you know, that, that's about it. I mean, they're both young rosters. I, I would think I think that the Packers is a little bit younger uh, than the Bucks. You know, you got a lot of young talent on, on the Packers with Lazard, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Jamal Williams is still kind of young. A.J. Dillon on the defensive side of the ball. Rashawn Gary, he's in his second year. Um, Kenny Clark. Uh Darius Smith, two Smiths. Uh, I don't know how young they are, but I, I think they've had the younger roster. But regardless, um, you know, Godwin, he does seem to get the ball forced to him a little bit, which is a good thing because he kind of was, like, left unaccounted for during the regular year. Brady really didn't look for him all that much. No, I mean, I remember how good he was last year and – yeah, everybody thought he was going to have the same thing here because they thought he was going to be the slot guy like the Edelman, and it just didn't play out that way. You know, I just I, I question how effective Evans is going to be with Alexander locked on him, and so I with, with the weather the way it is and some of the history that Gronkowski and Brady have together, I wonder if they try to leverage that connection, brought as well as the other tight end. And work a little bit of the under the field here, and try I play the short game, and then try to go over the top, you know, and open up for the big hitter. Where I think I, the Packers, I think they're going to go, they're going to go long throughout the game, because I think I don't think their run offense is going to be as successful against this Bucks defense. What would you say is like their true like Devin Devin White is is their game changer, right? Uh, he, he, yeah, and he had a rough first half of the year. Came on in the second half of the year and just dialed it up last week. He's their guy. Uh was it that rough of a beginning? I I wouldn't go as far as to say that. I wouldn't I wouldn't say he had a rough beginning to the year. He wasn't really good in pass coverage. I, his game just didn't come. It wasn't terrible. It just didn't come along quite as much until the end of the season. 
And then, I mean, you saw last week's game. He was an animal. He's so good. He's so good. He may, like, I think I texted you, like, he may, I, I am not a Bucks fan. And nor am I an LSU fan, but I kind of want a Devin White jersey. Like, just, like. Uh, yeah, it's good the dude, the, the dude makes me want to wear, like, his jersey. He's just a beast. He's awesome. Uh, great fantasy player, too. Yes, but, for sure. Tons of uh, I don't know. I'm trying to foresee what Aaron Rodgers thinks he can do to uh, overcome the stinginess of that defense. And I think the deep ball might be his best play. Like, I don't think they're going to be able to run. If Vita Vea plays, they're definitely not going to run up the middle. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I, I think their run game is going to face tough sledding here in the conference championship. I'm with you 100% there. He, and and Rodgers is not going to let that coach make the mistake of calling three rush, like a quick three and out, and then a second three and out. You know, he's not going to go for two three and outs in a row. So if they try and run, fine, didn't work, we're going on to something else. And so what's the, what's going to be the play and and that's where like you said Lazard's a live play like that you're you, you're right I think Lazard could be a live play. Yeah, I think I think any receiver for the Bucks is going to be pretty live obviously Adams, but I definitely think this is a a situation where you could see Lazard get the targets and the receptions because I just think that it's going to be tough to run against this defense, and I think Vita Vey, I mean, he's activated, obviously, and I think he's going to play. I don't know if he's going to start or rotate. I haven't checked up, uh, you know, in the, in the past couple of hours here, but he's he's in there. So you're going to have Sue, Vea, Vita Vea, uh Golston, and then, you know, you got Pierre Paul, who they have listed as a linebacker. He's really a rushing, you know, and Devin White, Levante De- David, uh, and Shaquille Barrett. So you've got a bunch of good players there in that front eight front seven, and, you know, we'll see how that plays out against the the run game. I, I really think that, I mean, wouldn't you say it's going to be Packers, Packers passing offense versus the Buccaneers probably more well-rounded offense? Yes. I think that's a, that, that's, that's a, a factual statement. Yes. You know, I, I think if the Buccaneers are pounding the pass – and they're not running, something's gone wrong. Think I think, it. I think. yeah, I mean, I think that, look, remember last week we were talking about overs and unders with the Rams and the, and the Packers, and it was like, if the Packers are going to, and this is like a perfect example, if the Packers are going to win this game, I think it's going to go under. I think if the Bucks win, it'll probably go over that 53. So I, I think if the Bucks are winning, then then this game is way out of hand for the Pack. Like, can you see? Can't you see the Bucks? So if the Bucks get a lead, the Packers just freaking out. If the Bucks get a lead, well, yes, uh, because I think with the onus on the passing attack for the Packers, if things start going wrong, it's going to be. Turnovers, interceptions. Yes. Uh, yep. You know, yep. so I, I just think if the Buccaneers are victorious today, 
I don't know if it's going to be like a grind-out game or all of a sudden something just went wrong and the Packers, it was just a bad game by Rodgers. Things fell apart, and Tampa Bay's defense just came to the rescue today. So, all right, Packers, three and a half. The tickets and the money are on the Packers. Over under 53, what do you think? Not your gambling, but giving your pick. I'm going, like I just was talking about, I'm going to take the pack. And I'm going to take the under. Okay, so you're taking the pack and the under here. If you're going Bucks, I feel like you have to go over because I think they're going to have to score. That means that this was like a ridiculously competitive game and it, it's going to be a shootout. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I've been going back and forth with this. And, I, I mean, I want to pick the Bucks. Because they have the better defense. And there's just something about, you know, having the third offense and the fifth defense versus the first offense and the 17th defense. And the fact that, you know, the Packers have lucked out a bunch. I was going to take the Packers at home. I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going Bucks here. I'm taking the Bucks. Um, but I think I'm taking the Bucks in the under. I'm not doing the over. I'm taking the Bucks and the under here. I think their defense is going to come to play today, and I think Brady is going to show, you know, how valuable his experience is in this game. I think you might see a little bit of Gronk in this game for whatever reason. My gut's feeling like they might utilize that connection with the bad weather, with the wind, um, and run the ball. But we'll see. So we're going to be on opposite sides there, but we're both looking at the under. So that one looks to be. Uh, a consensual uh, pick here. So, uh, all right. So let's rock to the next game. Third down. And the six forty kickoff game will be the AFC Championship, where we will be watching the Chiefs and Buffalo Bills do battle at Arrowhead Stadium. This game will be on CBS. The eye is watching you, Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Did you hear the Tony Romo over-the-top screw-up call from last week? No. So it was the fourth down and whatever. Fourth down and one, fourth down and inches late in the game, and it looked like they were going to just draw them off sides or try to draw them off sides and then wait to go, you know, and then take the penalty or call timeout. And Tony Romo was like, "They're never running the. They're never calling a pass here. They're not running." Oh, the I did. I yeah, I listened to it. Oh, it was he couldn't couldn't have been more wrong. And as soon as they ran the play, he just went over the top with every. Oh my God! Can you believe here? And it was just. It's about to get all stupid up in here because he just could not stop trying to cover his ass that he was so wrong with the call. And I read a couple of things where people were like, "Oh my God! Did you hear how cool Tony Romo was? It was so great! What a great moment to hear him! You know, so shocked." And it was like, yeah, he was so shocked because he was so fucking wrong. Anyway, uh, they'll be treating us to today's game. Uh, the Chiefs currently favored by three. Over under is 54 and a half. Chiefs have the second ranked offense, 22nd ranked defense. And the Bills are the fifth offense, 12th defense. Sharps are on the Chiefs. Everybody else is on the Bills. Just marginally, though. 54% of the tickets, 53% of the money. So Mahomes is playing. 
He's got turf toe, but no concussion. 39 degrees. Rain earlier in the day, but that shouldn't be a factor at 640 at night. Winds moderate, 5 to 10 miles an hour. Do the Bills, who you said earlier, are super hot, come in here on the road at Arrowhead and screw up everybody's AFC championship pick? Because I would imagine the majority of the public is on the Chiefs, although not in the gambling. The majority of the public is, yeah. But you're not talking gambling, though. No, I'm just talking... It, nobody is going to stand up here and tell you they want to see the Bills in... Uh, the majority of people are not going to tell you they want to see the Bills in the Super Bowl. No. I, 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 I do. I, I think they have a legitimate shot to win today, don't you? Oh, I, I definitely do. I'm just saying the majority of the people want the Chiefs, right? The, I mean, the NFL wants the Chiefs. The NFL, the majority, they want... Pat. They want Patty Mahomes. They want the Chiefs. They want the crazy offense that really hasn't blown anybody out. You know, the Super Bowl champion, back-to-back possibilities. That's who they want. They don't want the no-name Buffalo Bills small market team with, you know, Josh Allen, who some people think is good, some people aren't sure about, some people think, it you know, are is bad. Not a whole ton of big-name players. Stephon Diggs, I guess. But um, I do think, to your point, that they are a definite live team in this game. And the betting has showed it. This game opened up at 3. I took it because I thought that Mahomes was going to play and that was going to adjust the line and I wanted to get it early. And if I got screwed by it, I got screwed by it. But he came back. The line has not changed. No, which is weird. I Unless, unless Vegas had the same thought process that he's going to play and that there's no way the NFL is going to allow him to well, not get out of the protocol, protocol concussion. Uh, well, that, that well, wouldn't be true. Concussion that protocol. True, Duh. Yeah, that wouldn't be true. Well, I guess I understand what you're saying, but I mean, the over under has moved dramatically, dramatically. Well, what was it early? Because I know it's 54 and a half here. 50. It opened at 50. All right. So, well, let me uh, – I'll, I'll pull it up on the Action Network app here. Action Network app is where we pull all of these little uh, numbers that we throw at you. Um, let's see. Top games. And then I can go to totals. Uh, oh, shit. I think I can pull the – so there's the spread. The total – Started at 51, is currently 53. So it's gone up a couple of points here. Oh, hold on. Looking the wrong one. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. No, that's it's the other game. But yeah, it's 50. I'm, I'm telling you now. Yep, 50 and 54 and a half. You are correct yeah. on all counts. So it has affected the line. It has not affected... Well, it affected the over-under. It has not affected the line. Right. Although, I'm with you, and had I seen the Chiefs laying two and a half, I have this thing with like two and a half versus three versus three and a half. If I see a line for two and a half, I jump on it as fast as possible. Like, I might, I like the Bills in this game, and I can see them winning, but it's hard to bet. It's hard not to bet the Chiefs at two and a half. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, With two in the hook, uh, I think, I I would never, I would be surprised. it got to two and a half because I never saw it at two and a half. 
But again, I don't have the history. Um, but yes, it opened at two and a half. At two and a half, I, I I probably would have pounced on it. Number one, because you the three would give you the win, right? So the field goal doesn't give you the push; it gives you the win. And I think that right. Kansas City is going to win anyway. Right. I, I I'm just I'm talking from an overall perspective of the gambler in the world looking at the lines when they see two and a half Chiefs. How could they not hammer that right off the rip? Yeah. Right. Well, Opens at two and a half. Had I been in Vegas and I would and I saw the, the the line go up on the board, I probably would have ran right to the window at that moment and bet the Chiefs. Yeah, sure, of course. I, especially if you like the Chiefs. Anyway, you're going to take the two and a, two in the hook versus the three because oh, I want the so win. Better. Yeah, I want the win versus the versus the push. Good for parlays. Better for parlays when it's not. You know, I, I hate the push and the parlay. The some casinos. Kill your parlay if if you hit a push. Some just move it to a, a, a like a three team or a two team, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, the the site I I DraftKings and points bet online, and they usually give you they they take the team off, so it's yeah. just one game yeah. less. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So for sure, the two and a half, and that's what it was. Although I never saw it like that, so that must have gone real quick. As soon as they posted it, it probably got pounded. But uh, even with Mahomes in there, it has not adjusted the spread all that much. So you get the Chiefs and a field goal to win. So the Bills are a live ticket for sure. You got, you know, obviously Stephon Diggs has helped this team tremendously this year. has been probably one, if not the greatest uh, free agent signings of the offseason. Not of ever, just last season. Um, Cole Beasley will be back. They picked up Kenny Stills. I think Kenny Stills will be active in this game. Um, Josh Allen, Devin Singletary. You know, I, I, I don't know. What, what do you think is going to be the biggest? Wait, 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 wait. Kenny Stills? Who picked up Kenny Stills? Kenny Stills is on the Bills. No shit. Yeah, yeah. That that just happened this week, and he's active, and I, he's going to be on the. He'll be. I think he's going to be suited up. I don't know if it becomes so a factor who, because I mean it's basically. Who's hurt? Are one of them hurt? Uh, no. I think they're just bringing him on, right? Because I mean, a- after well, G- Gabriel Davis isn't Gabriel Davis banged up? That's what I was wondering. Okay, so it's got to be Davis or McKenzie or something that are banged up, right? Yeah, well, I think Davis got banged up last game, right? Okay. In the middle of the game. But anyway, Stills is on the roster. So, I don't know. Is it going to – when you're looking at offense versus defense, is it going to be Kansas City's offense versus Buffalo's defense that plays the factor? Or is it the other way around? It's going to be the Bills' offense versus the Kansas City defense that plays the big, bigger of the two matchups. Uh, this is going to be like a straight shootout. I, I'm get. I don't know. I'm getting vibes that you know Kansas City offense is is not at its uh, top of its form here, and I'm wondering about this turf toe. It's just so tough to go into this game, to be honest, with having no Mahomes tape from last week. I just I don't know what you're going to get out of Mahomes, and it's not like I'm worried about Mahomes, but I kind of am because the concussion doesn't scare me as much as the turf toe does. 
Uh, turf toe is brutal. Have you ever yeah. had turf toe? I've never had it. No, you have. Yeah, I had it. It's it's terrible. Yeah, well, it it ruined Devonte Adams' season last year. It, I mean, dude, was that two it years never, ago? I forget. It it never goes away ever. I mean, and, I, and this I didn't even get it like from from playing sports. Like I got it, you know, while I was down here in Florida. And it just constantly comes back if you don't give it time to heal. And like one step and the rest of your – you could go an entire day and then the end of the day you take one bad step with your toe and you're done. Like the rest of – like you can't, you can't even walk. I know, which means it could be a big factor in this game. But if you think about the Bills game, go back to the Bills-Ravens game. We talked about that quite a bit. I, You know, the Bills – Probably should have lost that game last week if Lamar Jackson wasn't so bad, right? And that's not a vote of confidence going on the road versus the number one offense or number two offense in the league, right? I I mean, but like you said, they're the hot team, and right now you see the tickets and the money coming in on the Bills. Yeah. And you said you like the Bills. I like the Bills. I do. So how I do you do. see that playing out, though, if you like the Bills? I I just, I don't understand. I don't understand how, how the Chiefs system actually works so well. And with Mahomes not at 100%, I just don't foresee them taking advantage of I, I, and I could be totally wrong. I just don't see Patrick without Patrick Mahomes at 100%. I don't see how they're going to take advantage of Buffalo's weaknesses on their defense. What What are you thinking? Huh, I don't know. Um, I, I I like Buffalo. I just have a tough time. This is what I think. I don't think that Kansas City's defense is really super terrible, right? I mean, are they great? No. Do they have players? Yes. I, You know, Honey Badger is a good player. Uh, Sorensen is not great, but he's a solid hitter. Chris Jones is a player. Frank Clark is a player. Um, you know, and I think having players at home plus an offense that's pretty stout, you know, is, a, is the recipe for success as opposed to the Bills, who are very mediocre on defense, don't really have any standouts. Tredavious White, fine, you want to throw him in there. But, I mean, Micah Hyde, he's been around for a while now. Uh, Ed Oliver, you know, solid draft pick. He's played okay. Hughes, Butler, Addison. Matt Milano, I think, is terrible in coverage. I think Matt Milano might be a huge weakness in this game. Uh Tremaine Edmonds, I just, I'm I'm ultimately going to go Chiefs here. And I think that it's going to be the defense that is what causes this to be an L for the Bills here. I just don't think they're going to be able to come up with the stops to keep the Chiefs in check. But again, Mahomes is a huge question mark with turf toe because if he ends up being half the quarterback... You know, Reed's going to have to come up with something in his bag of tricks here to try to compensate for that. 
because really that offense is based around Mahomes. I mean, he he's the guy. You know, it was great that Henny was able to keep the ship afloat last week, but I mean, they were on their way to blowing the Browns out, and then when uh, Mahomes went down, the, the game completely flipped. Yeah. You're right. I mean, without uh, like, let's say whew, it might be a blowout, but let's say you know you, you foresee you can't for never for, you can never foresee God you can never foresee that's okay, buddy. A player getting injured, but imagine what would happen if Mahomes goes down again in like the first quarter. See, you know, you know and that's the you know if he just can't go right, and or he just is like half the quarterback. You know, I I think that then I would go with the Bills. Right, because I don't, you know, then you're relying on Reed and Edward Hilaire, who, I don't know, I know he's back, but you can't imagine he's back at 100%. Um, Williams? No, I, what's his name? He'll get the carries. Williams is going to get all the carries. You know, I, I, again, even if Mahomes was like 65%, that Buffalo defense at, you know, 12 against the pass and 17 against the rush... The 17 against the rush doesn't really hurt him that bad because Kansas City doesn't do that well, but the 12 is pretty lacking. You know, again, Kansas City 31st against the rush, you know, at the end of the year, and you didn't really see I, – I mean, they did okay last week, you know, um, but that also was kind of uh, case-specific to the game. Uh, right, I mean, you know, they're – they kept Chubb to 69 yards on 13 carries. But again, 13 carries. He 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 only had a long of 23, so it's not like he padded those stats too much. You know, and it was 5.3. I mean, they only ran the ball 22 times. You know, Cleveland Cleveland's game plan last week was terrible. It was not good. Right. Well, they remember that they um you know, we talked about that statistic before numerous times about how they're 31st against the run because they would just drop people back in coverage and say, you're not going to beat us long. Feel free to run all the way up until you got to the 20-yard line, and then they stop people, and then they, they the Chiefs would hammer people down. So they play that game where it's, you know, uh, whatever, that, that between-the-20s game that they always talk about. We'll 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 let you you know do this this and this, but we're not going to uh, you're not going to beat us over the top, right? Well, I I don't know. I'm not really scared about the Bills in this regard. Chiefs to me was an insta pick. The only part in this that is of concern to me is Mahomes' health. Fair enough. So. With this game, I'm, I'm going to end up going with the Chiefs, and I'm also going to take the under here because I don't know. Right now, the over-under is at 54 and a half. That's it. I, if you're going, it's just like the other game. You're going Chiefs and under, or you're going Bills and over. So which one are you going to do? Bills and over. You're doing the Bills and the over. I would have loved to get it at 50. I would have gone over all day at the opening had I seen that at the open. Right, okay. So you're doing Bills and the over. I'm doing Chiefs and the under. And so those are our two picks. So right now you got Chris on the Packers and the Bills. 
you got me on the Chiefs and the Packers. So I'm doing all chalk here, and you've mixed it up with the Bills there. Bills outright to win? Probably, right? Oh, yeah. For you? Yeah, money line. Because yeah, with for minus sure. three, who cares? Yeah, so, right. All right, so that leaves us with our picks, and so let's rock. Fourth down. All right, so you want to kick it off here? I mean, there's really not much. So, and I know that you were looking for, uh, did you find any of the props you were looking for? I had found a couple. Yeah, I did. I did. I found a couple props that are, you know, just the typical ones, but they're, they're things that I think we should talk about today. All right, so why don't we just do our picks, our, our gambling picks, and then we can go into the props, things that you might have seen, and we'll just keep okay. those separate. All right, cool. So uh, right right off the bat, I'm going to go $100 on the pack, minus three. Uh, I think that I think that's probably the safer bet of the two, obviously. You know, it, Bill's Chiefs is going to be tough. But I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to go 100 on the pack, minus three. I'm going to go 100 money line on the Bills at plus 135. Yep. So – you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see that that's, it's, that's going to be a really tough game, but I am playing with a little money still. You know, I, I went into the season expecting to lose the thousand. So the fact they still have six twenty five is amazing there after 18 go. weeks. Um, and then I'm going to do a $25 parlay and I'm going to do the pack and the under and the bills and the over. So pack minus three, right. I'm going to do the under the 53, in that game, then I'm gonna parlay that with the Bills at plus three, and the Bills Chiefs over fifty four point five. So four way parlay, twenty five bucks. Alrighty then. How about uh, you? All right. So what I ended up doing, I'm all chalk. So I have no money left. I uh, I, I lost my initial bankroll. Then I repopped, and then I lost all the rest of it throughout the rest of the season. And then uh, in the beginning of the playoffs. So these are just picks. I have no money to even play with. So take it for what it's worth. Parlay, I'm just doing chalk. I'm doing Packers, Chiefs. The games are three and a half and three. I just, I, I like the home teams here. Um, well, actually, I, I this is screwy because I actually picked the Bucks before. And I made these picks before. So I'm kind of contradicting myself here. Makes absolutely no fucking sense at all. But uh, what I did was I did the Packs and the Chiefs. I did pick the Bucks before. I mean, you could flip it. The, chi- the Chiefs are my lock. Um, but um, I picked the Bucks before, so I guess I should just go Bucks here. Um, maybe I'll just redo that whole thing. So that's uh, pretty terrible um, in itself. So uh, I'm just going to change it around. Should I do the Bucks? Yeah, that's what I did. That's my pick earlier, and I got to do it here. Th- this is how much I was not sold on either of the teams in this game. So parlay, Bucks, Chiefs, teaser. Uh, I am going to. Just add those points to those teams. So I'll do the Bucks getting the nine and a half, and then I'll do the Chiefs at getting uh, three points and swing that. The one teaser I really did like was the under on both. So that was the uh, sixty points for the Bucks packs and the sixty-one points for the Chiefs Bills. So we'll do a tease and the under. So, and we welcome to the program uh, Alyssa and my nephew CJ. How are you doing, CJ? Hello there, sir. 
I see you looking. I see you looking. Hi. Yeah. What is that? Is is that your uncle that you've never seen before in your life? Yeah, that's right. That's me up here. Hi, buddy. So, CJ, you tell us, who do you like today in the conference championship games? Do you like yourself the Chiefs? Make a noise. Or the Bills? Make a noise. I, I think that was the Bills. Let's try it again. Chiefs, Bills. He's got his hands up for the Bills. So he, CJ, the five-month-old, is going with the Bills. So then the second question will be, do you like the Packers or the Bucks? Packers, Bucks. What do you think? He's not quite sure on that one. See, you're very much like me, buddy. Like, you and me, we don't know what to do with that first game. I've already contradicted myself with my parlay and my actual pick, so I had to turn it he's, around. He's trying to smack you in the face. It's funny. Oh, well, I, I can smack okay, you in the face. Oh, hey, hey, buddy. So CJ also, much like his uncle and his godfather, thrown up on the Packers game. But he's going with his father and the Bills. So it looks like I'm going to be an, on, on an island here with the Chiefs. So, and what do we got lined up for our day today, boys? Um, you know, pooping. Oh, nice. Mom, Napping. what do you got lined up for your day? Because I know that you're not going to be fixated on NFL quite as much as, as the boys here. Poop, pooping and napping and hanging out, watching football. That's about it. Okay. Alyssa, you got some yoga on the plans? Uh, well, I, I believe we're going to hang out at a rooftop pool with your father. Oh, all right. oh ho, 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 rooftop pool. I like yeah. that. Congratulations on that. There will be no hanging out on the rooftop pool in 30-degree weather here in Jersey. I'll tell you that much right now. Yep. I actually don't even know. I think it might be colder than that right now. Who the hell knows? Anyway, Jersey stinks in the uh, winter here. Um, all right. So, well, you guys go ahead. Oh, actually, we were going to do uh, a couple. Do you have any? Uh, you, you were talking about the yeah, player props. Player props. Yeah. So, as she takes him away, there you go. Um, See ya, Eggies. Love you too. Okay. So let me reconnect to my headset. But the best, I think the, one of the best ones I saw on kind of what we were talking about before was uh, for the Bucks packers game, first, first score, which is always a lot of fun. Oh, I like the first score one, yeah. So I saw Godwin was like plus – Godwin was plus twelve hundred or something, which is which is pretty good, right? Yeah, I take that. I, I could see that. I mean, obviously anything through the air. I mean, what's Gronk's first touchdown? I know that was the other one I was trying to look. I was trying to look up, but it's it's only giving me. Oh, I see. You have to click there. So Gronk is plus fifteen hundred. Like that's not a bad play at all. Yeah, no, that's a great play. I, I'll, I'm going to tell you, Gronk's over-under yardage that I saw was 28-and-a-half. And if there was all the I, – I found a couple of props, and Gronk over the 28-and-a-half is the one that I like the most. I just think you could see him a little bit today. But I, I could get screwed there because it could be Brait instead um, of Gronk. But I think a tight end is going to see a little bit of love uh, in this game. So 
Gronk is a first touchdown or over 28 and a half intrigues me. Jamal Williams over six and a half yards receiving. Ooh. Over Jamal Williams over what? Six and a half yards. Receiving? That's it? Yeah. That's really low. He usually gets a he gets a couple of looks. Yeah, he always gets a couple of looks. That's the, pretty good. The other ones I was looking at uh that I saw, the QBs in the um the Packers Bucks game. Depending on how you think that game's going to oh, play, play hold out. Hold on. So, sorry, real quick. Before you go to that, over uh, for passing yards, receiving yards, Robert Tanyan, 34 and a half. Scotty Miller, 22 and a half. Like, I, those seem like two. Oh, I don't know. Well, Tanyan, not as much because sometimes he gets featured and sometimes he's just absent. Miller has had a bunch of big games during the year and with. Uh, Antonio Brown out. I, you could definitely see a little Scotty Miller. I, the question becomes to me is that I like the Gronk more than the Miller. So I'm leaning Gronk here versus the Miller. But it really depends on how you see it playing out. But same yeah. thing, same thought process. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, go back to the passing. No, I, so both the quarterbacks are under 300. I think they're like 280 and 290, somewhere around those both uh, – Breeze, not Breeze, Brady and Rodgers. And so I'm even though I pick this as an under and the Bucks, I'm I'm kind of leaning at one of those two above 300. I just don't know which one I could pull the trigger on. Um, I would imagine probably the better bet would be Rodgers because I think that Green Bay is going to throw the ball a bit today. I I know it's going the winds are going to be up there and I know it's going to be cold. Um, but I can see Rodgers going above the, whatever, the 270. You know, all he needs is 300, a 305 game or something like that. That kind of intrigued me as well. And Brady's just been throwing, you know, big yardage all year, really. I just don't know. Is he going to – it's cold. It's 24 degrees up there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would lean Rodgers more than Brady only because when Brady has been bad, he's just been terrible. Right, Brady, Brady, uh, Rogers could be bad and still get three hundred. Yeah, and I think it was the yeah. same on the other side. Was the Mahomes and Allen were also three hundred around there? Uh, I think they were a little higher though. I think they were closer to three hundred than Rogers and Brady was. Dude, this, these, this site that that we use, DraftKings. Which I, I don't obviously down in Florida you can't gamble so I never actually looked at all this stuff. They the alternate point spreads with the odds in these games are crazy. Yeah, they have you know, and there's also a site called Points Bet that I don't know uh, if you can even get the app and follow along down there, but they do it where they give you all these alternate point spreads, same deal, and they also do something where you can pick against the spread and you can it works basically like options on a stock market where the more you're right or more you're wrong it will amplify your or your winnings or your losses so oh, I get it it's like juiced it like it's like being juiced yeah so you know and there's obviously you know there's variables you could put in there to cap it at a certain point but you know you could pick if you think the chiefs are going to win by 15 today, you could take the Chiefs in the three plus the points bet 
you know, and get the amplification, you know, whatever the multiplier is, times the points above three. Um, so there, there is a lot. I mean, there's, I mean, that's the thing about gambling, right? And probably the reason that so many people lose is that, I mean, I, I don't, you, you really have got to know what's going on, what you do best at, uh, what seems to, you know, work for you and then do that repeatedly. And with all the options, I, it's just so easy to get lost and try new things out. You know, you really have to take an approach to it, much like investing, where you have spec money and your regular holdings and things that, you know, you do best in. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did this whole year, and I think we were both, uh, I forgot, we said it the other the other day, but you had won the race. I think you were a game or two above 500, and I was under. Yeah, yeah. So it was close. It's close. Well, uh, if you see any other ones, the other things I was looking at was Devin Singletary, 39 and a half yards on the ground uh, is an over for me because the rush defense of Kansas City stinks. And I think you could definitely see him rush for more than that. Alternately, uh, Josh Allen is over 33 and a half. And that would be another one I could look at. Because if Kansas City's rush defense is so bad, just by default, you could see Allen get those yards because he likes to run a lot. Uh, yeah. Not if they only carry the ball four times. They only if they only tote the if they only give the ball to uh, Singletary five times, he ain't getting over thirty three. Well, I mean, he got he got it seven seven carries last year for twenty five yards. And Allen rushed seven times for three yards, right, against a Baltimore defense that was infinitely better on the ground than, well, versus the ground than Kansas City's is. So, you know, they didn't even try last week. You know, Allen threw the ball 37 times. They ran it 16. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if you'll see that again. You know, if you want to flip it and you want to go back to the wild card round, um... Uh, where's the that is the divisional round, and I can't uh, right now go back to. I'm trying on ES, ESPN to go back a week, but I can't right now. But if I can't, I, I'm sure that the stats were a little bit better than that the week before. But then again, I say that without seeing the stats, so how the hell would I know? Um, and here it is. So I went the long way to get to this, and this is obviously something that is just. Orgasmic on the ears is hearing somebody stammer as they try to pull up stats. But the Bills-Colts game, you're looking at rushing-wise, this is what you had. Uh, Boom. Josh Allen, 11 for 54 on the ground. Singletary got three carries. Zach Moss got seven. Moss out, so his carries go to Singletary. But again, 21 on the ground for 96 yards. So there, Josh Allen got the above 30. So anyway, if you think that they might be able to pound the rock a little bit against the porous Kansas City rush defense, then one of those plays over 30, you know, 30 and change might be a play worth wild. So do you see anything else out uh, in the game? I, I really, I really like the. Uh, the receiving ones way more than I like anything else. I, I, you know, the, the, the alternate spread, actually, I should say, I should go back alternate spreads. Like if, what is the Packers losing by more than seven is minus seven fifteen. 
Like, I think if they lose, they're going to get hammered. Yeah, for sure. Right. So you put some spec money on that, right? Or like plus eight. Like, if they lose, they're going to lose by 13, right? 15, whatever. It's minus 835. That's crazy money. Yeah. That's crazy. But obviously, the, the, the idea is to win, right? So... Yeah, the utilization of, of a spread like that would be with your spec money versus where you're trying to put, you know, the juice, which is like you just really want to get the win, right? Right, right, right. right. I get it. I get it. I get it. That's more like ten. That's more like an extra twenty five to win. Yeah, two. yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right. No, nothing else suits your fancy. That's that's all I'm I got. Good for, I'm good for the day. Yep, you got it. All right. So, and away we go. That'll wrap it up for the conference championships. And all we got left, um, amazing as it might be, is the Super Bowl. So, and we will dial that up. We'll get a show in next week just talking about something. Maybe we'll, we, we did that podcast. We Well, we talked about it. We never did it. So maybe we'll do it next week where we revisit the fantasy season. And we talk about, you know, what it's looking like in 2021. Uh, for next year, fit that in in the one week that we have off here before the Super Bowl. So, you enjoy the sun, fun, and rooftop pools that you go to here. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go see if my kids are starving yet. It's one o'clock. I haven't fed them lunch. So, I got to get on that. Oh, boy. All right. All right. Peace out, dude. Everybody else, Audi 5000, enjoy your Sundays. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>